Welcome to Devotions for Worship, where we meditate on the appointed scripture readings for the upcoming Sunday. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Thank you for being with me today. As we go through the Easter season, the readings continue to record testimony that Jesus was crucified and raised. They also show responses to this, this message of the gospel. And that's the case in this reading, too. Some context will be helpful. There was a Roman centurion. A centurion was a, a commander of a hundred men. And in this centurion's name was Cornelius. You can read about him in the first part of Acts chapter 10. We learned that he was a devout man who feared God, as did his whole household. God gave Cornelius a vision of an angel who instructed him to send for the apostle Peter. And he even told him where to find Peter. So Cornelius sent for him, and Peter came. When Peter came, he told Cornelius and all who were there to hear about Jesus. This reading is Peter's message to Cornelius and his household, and the result of them hearing and believing in Jesus. So let's read the lesson. It's from Acts chapter 10, starting with verse 34 and going all the way through chapter 11, verse 1. And I'm going to read from the English Standard Version translation. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism that John proclaimed. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them speak in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Then they asked him to remain for some days. This is a very important moment in the life of the church. As with the Ethiopian eunuch, Cornelius was a Gentile, a non-Jewish person who many would have considered outside of God's love. Worse, he was a Roman and part of the oppressing military occupying Judea. That being said, he was a God-fearing man who was generous with his money to support the synagogue and to help the poor in the community. 
Nevertheless, for him and his household to come to faith was shocking to the early church. You can actually read all about the controversy that this created in Acts chapter 11. This is why Peter began his address by saying, I understand that God shows no partiality. He's beginning to realize that Jesus' salvation was not just for the Jewish people, but for all people. Notice the common themes that we've discussed through these readings and acts. Peter identifies himself as a witness. He testifies about the cross and God raising Jesus from the dead. He also testifies about forgiveness of sins through Jesus. These messages are consistent through all of the apostles' ministry. When Cornelius and his household came to faith, God poured out his Holy Spirit on them in a special way. They began to speak in tongues, and some have argued that this is a a necessary gift in order to be identified as a believer. It seems more likely, though, that because it would have been difficult for the Jewish Christians to accept that salvation had come to the Gentiles, God gave a special sign that salvation was indeed for all people. So he gave a powerful testimony to show that he accepted these believers. When Peter saw what happened, his first thought was about baptism. He saw them as believers and felt they needed to receive God's gifts in baptism over and above the special outpouring of the Spirit. He knew that God works through baptism to create and seal his people in faith and forgiveness. So he commanded that they be baptized. Then he remained with them, surely to teach them the Christian faith. It strikes me as I read this how backwards we get things sometimes. We see evangelism, mission, and even baptism as things that we do. But in this passage, it is God who arranged for Peter to come to Cornelius. It was God who brought Cornelius and his household to faith. It was God who gave the proof of their conversion by a special outpouring of the Spirit. And it was God who worked through baptism to make these people into disciples. Meditate on this today. God is the one who is at work in your life. He is the one who arranged for you to come to faith. He has given you his Holy Spirit. He is also at work in the lives of people around you. And he just might put you in a situation to tell someone about Jesus, to bring them to faith. And if he does, don't worry. He'll give you what you need to say. Let's pray. Oh God, you are at work in Cornelius' life to bring him and his household to faith. And when you brought them to faith, you you gave powerful testimonies that you were behind all of it and that you welcome all who believe in Jesus. Thank you. Truth be told, many of us come come from Gentile backgrounds and we rejoice that you have included us in your kingdom and made us part of your people. Forgive us for being fearful of sharing the faith or thinking that the mission of bringing people to faith is our mission instead of yours. Please pour your Holy Spirit out on us and work through us to share the good news of your forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our memory verse for this week comes from 1 John chapter 5, it's verse 6, and it says this, This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, 
not by water only, but by the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. Let's break that into some chunks, and maybe you can repeat after me. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not by the water only, but by the water and the blood. Not by the water only, but by the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies. And the Spirit is the one who testifies. Because the Spirit is the truth. Because the Spirit is the truth. 1 John 5, verse 6. 1 John 5, verse 6. Thank you so much for using Devotions for Worship. I pray that our time together has blessed you and given you something to meditate on, some reminder of God's grace to rattle around in your brain for the rest of the day. Would you do me a favor? If you got something out of this devotional time, would you like this devotion or share it on Facebook or or tell somebody about it so that if it's been a blessing to you, it can be a blessing to them? Thanks again. And God bless you.